welcome to the Hope and Coffee podcast, episode 13 of season 7, with me, Rob Lenzel. And today we are going to start by looking at Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, as taken from the Amplified Translation. Finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honourable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things, centre your mind on them and implant them in your heart. I want to believe and the truth is out there. I'm famously known as the philosophy of Agents Mulder and Scully from the X-Files. For those who have never seen the show, it follows Agent Fox Mulder, who is chasing the truth behind his sister's disappearance when he was 12. His belief that she was taken by aliens and that there is a vast governmental cover-up driving him to want to believe in the unexplained. And his new partner, Dana Scully, a scientist who is a Christian, sent to debunk Mulder's work by her superiors, so they can then shut down the X-Files. In the pilot episode, when Scully goes to the basement office to meet Mulder, she knocks on the door, only to be greeted by the line, Nobody down here, but the FBI's most unwanted. A line she then echoes in season 11, when two new agents, who bear a very strange resemblance to her and Mulder, come looking for them, responding to the question, anyone down here, by saying, nobody but the FBI's most unwanted, only to then look at Mulder and say, I've been waiting 23 years to say that. Okay, so where am I actually going with this, you may well ask. Well, my point is that because of his beliefs, Mulder was shunned and exiled, a fate that Scully ends up facing because of her association with him. They are outcasts for their pursuit of the truth. Much like as Christians, we can be made to feel like outcasts or even become outcasts and persecuted for our faith in the truth. However, before we unpack this further, let's pause to look at John chapter 17 verse 17 John chapter 17 verse 17 as taken from the Amplified Translation Sanctify them in the truth Set them apart for your purpose Make them holy Your word is truth The truth is out there Became synonymous with the X-Files But there is a fundamental flow in the statement As believers we can take that saying, change it, and categorically say, the truth is in there. It's why I wanted to use the Amplified Version of the Bible for this episode. Because if we return to our opening verse, the opening says, Whatever is true, whatever is honourable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word. Confirmed by God's word. The Bible is God's word. It contains all we need to know. 
it is truth. So when we speak of truth, when we seek the truth, we need only to turn to God's word to confirm all we hold true in our faith. Yet this verse, this one well-known short verse, contains so much more than most of us see, which is why it's this episode's focus. Most of us tend to use the NIV or an NLT translation, which both say a similar thing. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Like I said, well known, yet usually unexplored, glanced at with only a cursory thought to its meaning. Yet the Amplified translation starts to add a deeper and truer meaning. What I love about the Amplified translation is that in its opening it says, whatever is honourable and worthy of respect. The dictionary says this of respect, admiration or esteem felt or shown for someone or something that you believe has good ideas or qualities. Esteem to regard highly or favourably. Now let's pause again to look at God's word and let's look at Matthew chapter 7 verse 12. Matthew chapter 7 verse 12 as taken from the Amplified translation. So then in everything treat others the same way you want them to treat you for this is the essence of the law and the writings of the prophets. When asked what was the greatest law, Jesus responded, love your neighbour as yourself. If we extend this to a well-known phrase, Jesus is actually saying, respect goes both ways. We all want to be respected, but do we respect ourselves? I'm sure the automatic answer is yes, but is it the truth? Do we hold ourselves in high regard? So many of us rely on others for our self-worth, for our identity. Yet are we truly happy with ourselves and therefore do we love and respect ourselves? The Bible tells us that God loves us as we are. He meets us where we are. Yet so often we think so little of ourselves that we find it hard to accept God's love. We feel unworthy, and we are, but God doesn't want us to feel that way. He wants us to see ourselves as he sees us. Which brings me back to today's opening verse, as it continues, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace. Whatever is lovely and brings peace. As I write this, music on in the background, the song playing is Burning Heart that was used in Rocky Four, and the basis of two previous episodes of Hope and Coffee. One line in particular still jumps out. It's you against you. We all contain within us 
light and dark, good and evil. It's only our core beliefs that define if we are good or bad, our internal moral compass that guides our path. Yet it is a constant internal struggle, you versus you, as we go through life. And the only one who can bring us peace is God himself. But let's pause here to look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. Philippians chapter 4, verse 7, as taken from the Amplified Translation. And the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds, in Christ Jesus is yours. If we look at the verse that precedes today's opening verse, Paul says that God's peace transcends understanding. We are incapable of fully understanding the peace God gives us, or even understanding anything of God. And yet God's peace is available to us whenever we want or need it. But again, we feel unworthy. We struggle to accept God's gifts, as we know it came at great cost. As Christians, we need to reconcile our sinful nature with Christ sacrificing himself for our sin to allow us to have access to the Father. As Jesus says in John chapter 14, verse 6, I am the only way to God and the real truth and the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Once again, we find the word truth. And if we return to our opening verse, we are told to think on the truth. And the truth is, without Jesus, we have nothing. But more than this, the truth is that we are called to be like Christ. As I've said before, the word Christian literally translates to little Christ. However, let's look at what else Paul tells us in Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. It continues, whatever is admirable and of good repute. If ever there was someone worthy of our admiration, it's Jesus. His very character made him the perfect sacrifice to pay for our sins. Christ never sinned, despite Satan's best efforts to tempt him, despite all he went through and suffered, he remained perfect because we are not. Jesus faced our internal struggles, yet where we can go either way, he remained good. But let's pause here one last time to look at God's word and let's look at Romans chapter 12 verse 2 Romans chapter 12 verse 2 as taken from the Amplified Translation and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind focusing on godly values 
and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. And so we come to the final part of our opening verse. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things, centre your mind on them and implant them in your heart. What I love about Paul is that his encouragement comes from letters written from imprisonment. But not just that. But he talks of an affliction that God doesn't heal and yet continues to believe and trust in him. And here Paul tells us to continually think on all these things, truth, honour, respect, right, purity, wholesomeness, peace. But the Amplified Translation takes us deeper, telling us to implant them in our hearts. So as we come full circle, and if we take the opening of today's verse, we find truth. For me personally, I believe the order is important in this verse. I believe that the heart of it is truth. God is truth. His word is truth. And as I said at the beginning, we can safely say the truth is in there. So when we look at today's verse, it goes deeper than the few words it says. It encompasses the entire Bible. When Paul tells us to think of such things, he is encouraging us to think on the truth of not only God, but scripture. Because the Bible tells us the truth of nobility, of righteousness, of purity, loveliness, of what is admirable. So whenever we are uncertain, whenever we are in doubt, when we seek the truth, we need look no further than God's word. As I've said before, the Bible is our instruction manual containing all we need to face this life as we move towards the next. Let us pray. Father God, as I bring this episode of Hope and Coffee to a close, I just want to thank you for your word, for the truth. Father God, if we are ever in any doubt as followers of Christ, we need only look the Bible, to your word, to that which is truth. And Lord, your truth remains the same. It is the same yesterday, today, and always. Your truth is a solid rock on which we can build. So Father God, I just pray for myself and for my brothers and sisters in Christ that as we continue our journey, we would hold on to that truth. That whenever we are sad or lonely or scared, whatever it may be, that we would hold on to your truth, that we would cling to your word, that we would turn to you and your word to seek 
the truth at all times. For the truth is in there. In Jesus' name, Amen.